previously on Getting Dicey. And as that door opens fully, you can see standing in the center of the room a decrepit skeleton clad in tattered robes. Uh, do I know you? Uh, what was your name? I don't remember. I don't remember. Oh, God, he's got Alzheimer's. <laughs> <laughs> There's a specific cloudy glow around his head obviously stopping his thoughts and his memory from uh, from occurring you know it may be possible to fix this <gasps> but we would need about a hundred dollars just ask him if he has diamond dust i don't feel at ease about this but i'm willing to try to help i'm not sure what memories are about to come back should this work promise you shall not harm us under any circumstances if i am the alex that you say i am then i'm sure everything shall be fine hang on mirikin just before you do it alex i thought you looked like an alex you just seem like an alex to me i stamp my staff down upon the ground diamond dust vaporizes and puff sprinkles all over his head the gaze from this lich sharpens into clarity the intensity grows and you feel yourself stuck to the spot can you give me a wisdom saving throw please oh this is the one to fail isn't it getting dicey (laughs) american exothantor is just like staring just directly into your very being um, give me that. Oh, you, you already rolled a wisdom save. What did you roll? I rolled a 17 plus 9 for 26. Um, there is a fear building up with within you as he stares directly into you. Um, and just as things start feeling a little bit too uncomfortable, he just he looks away really quick. Ah, ah, sorry, sorry, American. Sorry, you brought you brought everything back. And I was lost for a minute. Oh my. So you remember it all? It's, uh, I remember it all. Thank you, American. We did it. We have restored this lich's memories. Welcome back to us, Exathanter. Exathanter. Well done, American. That's right. Exathanter is my name. Oh, I wasn't a million miles away. <laughs> uh, and he's, and he's, he's, he's looking around all the room. He was just looking at you for, for that moment, Mirican, and now he's taking in the rest of the room um, and he nods at you, Morley and, and Bill, Baron, Casimir. He says, I didn't expect to find myself. Thank you, all of you. There's a... Uh... Oh. And he, he's a bit shaky and he returns to his, his chair in the mm. corner of Have the room. Um, <clears throat> Risk your bones. I fear... It is only my memories that have returned and not not my full strength. I'm still quite shaky. Well, good night, Skip. Let's see that, right? Um, how long did that detect magic? Oh, that was uh, that was the day before. That was before your long rest, wasn't it, uh, Baron? Oh, must have been. Yeah, yeah. It lasts for ten minutes. No, right. an hour. Okay, okay, yeah. So that that'll be that'll be well well gone now. Um, and he's Exathanter is now just seated in in the chair. Um, and he's he's lost in thought now. Uh, um, and he, he after a brief brief pause, he he looks back up at all of you and says, "So why are you here? Is it for the power?" <laughs> no. Well, well. I mean, I, yeah. No. Well, 
No, we're not here. We're here for sort of. Ah, How sorry? How do we say your name again? Exanther, was it? My name is Exathanter. Alexander. Oh, Exathanter. Right. <laughs> uh, well, we're here for very noble reasons, Exathanter. We uh, we've lost dear ones. Well, what some of us have, and others are plagued by an evil that stalks this world, which we seek to vanquish. Not you, by the way. <laughs> yeah, he, he's nodding. Um, it's rare to have anyone enter this temple without the want of power. I'm just going to turn to Baron. <clears throat> Was there, is there a bit of power in here? Or... <laughs> to be head. Um, and he, he, he laughs. Uh, oh, there's, there is plenty of power to be had. Yeah, at this temple. Okay. You know, not not that I'm specifically looking for it, but I wouldn't say no. I mean, w- <clears throat> any tips? I'm just going to nudge Baron in the ropes. Brian, you're really undercutting the noble narrative that Morley has wrought for us, <laughs> which is the side I am on. We- Let's just cut straight to the chase. Do you know Strad? Strad von Zerevich. Yes, of course I know Strad. <gasps> oh, my God. We know him too. <laughs> oh my god! My god, you know him. Isn't know he a him. dick? <laughs> Nothing oh god, better than it. finding what's out your, that you um, hate the same people. Yes. What, what do you think? What's your uh, what's your background with Strad? Um, let's bring that up. Um, BFFs. He's like, uh, we used to be best friends. <laughs> um, Strad came to this temple a long time ago. Seeking power, like I thought maybe all of you might. Uh, I sensed that he was a man of great destiny. Ah, so you have, you have been here this entire time, since before the time Strad came and made a pact with the Dark Ones? I have been here alongside the Dark Ones, correct. They sensed in him a greater evil than even their own. <gasps> They feared him. <gasps> they feared him. My God, I knew he was bad, but it's pretty bad. So, are you like exactly right? Are you like a dark one? That rude to ask. <laughs> <laughs> he just—he laughs. He laughs heartily. <laughs> no, no, I am just a mere wizard who who yearned for greater powers. Did you get any of these greater powers, or? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know when you were you so you came to this place were there dark ones here when you came here or how long ago did you get here um it's probably easier for me just to maybe not do this all in character because there's a bit of information there's a bit uh-huh. of information here um he details that when he arrived um at the amber temple the the wizards that were inhabiting this place beforehand were well and truly dead and gone um the wizards that were here before, you've heard the, the stories already that they were, um, they had captured a bunch of uh, evil, malevolent entities and, and kept them in here and dedicated this whole temple to the God of Secrets. Um, and the, the wizards were forced to guard the temple um, and to keep the secret from, secrets from falling into villainous hands. Uh, and the evil forces that were imprisoned within this temple eventually corrupted the wizard, wizards, turning them against each other. And Exothantor showed up 
well after these wizards were dead and gone. Um, he, he, uh, the, there were already the Dark Ones living or inhabiting this uh, temple when Exathantra arrived. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, da, da, da. Oh, uh, yeah, and, and uh, managed to speak to one of these vestiges that was trapped in Amber and discovered the secret to becoming a lich. So Exathanta, oh. when he first arrived here, was a human like yourself, Baron. Right. Oh, God. Um, after his transformation, he took over the temple and turned all of the skulls of its previous defenders into flame skulls under his command. Was um, oh, that what the hundred skulls out there were ready for? It, uh, it helps me keep this place safe. Well, you know, when we opened that door, like uh, a few hundred skulls poured out. That's right. They are future flame skulls for my army. I know it. Called it, and you guys laughed. (laughs) Gotta give you that one, Baron. A good bit of insight there. What are you guarding this temple from? Um, he, He explains that he took it upon himself to watch over. He's remembering now. Originally, the idea was that he was... Um, looking over this temple to not hoard the secrets, but to openly share them. Um, oh, but that's the, good. the evils within the temple uh, fed on each other and grew in power and slowly took away Exathanta's memories, leaving this place uh, with just the flame skulls roaming and tucked away in this um, in this room. Um, so they've slowly been siphoning off your memories and your. Your power? We've got to get you out of here. Uh, and then he mentions Strahd. Um, oh. Strahd came here seeking immortality. Um, and he talks about how he made, Strahd made this pact, and it wasn't until Strahd murdered uh, his brother Sergei that uh, the pact that he had made with the Dark Ones was sealed with blood. And that was what transformed Strahd into the vampire he is today. And the dark powers turned his land uh, into this prison that it is now. That's a lot Ooh. to take in. My yeah. God. Stratus. I was offered that very power. Were you? Yes. Oh, what, which one was that? <laughs> I, I, I don't think we have time to go through the play-by-play. Can you show again. me later. That's all good. Um, Strad has returned numerous times to try and achieve further power and learn new magic. But the Dark Ones... The Dark Ones have no intention of giving him up. So what you're saying is to banish Strahd, we must first defeat a particular Dark One. And again he laughs. There's no defeating the Dark Ones. The Dark Ones always have been and always will be. Mm. Like a force of nature or like a something that exists and these sarcophagi they are portals or ways of speaking to them you've encountered them yep and you managed to turn down their gifts ah yeah mine was pretty lame well (laughs) like being popular or something no what was well yeah yeah it was i think you mean the greatest gift um (laughs) no no i i didn't turn it down and Exathanta eyes you up, Bill, um, and he nods. Ah, you've taken on the gift of charm, I see. I sure have. Can you <laughs> tell? 
<laughs> um, Casimir is is bursting at the seams, wanting to speak to uh, Exathanta at the moment, and, and runs across the room to Exathanta. Um, he says, "Where can we find more of these uh, amber blocks?" I th- I'm looking for a very specific power, a very specific gift. If you're able to point us towards these, we would be truly grateful. <clears throat> um, and Exathantor stands up out of his chair. He's still looking pretty pretty shaken uh, and weak as he hobbles across the room um, over to his desk. He says, Morley, could you give me a hand with this, please? And he gestures towards his uh, his desk up against the eastern wall um, and tries yes. and he, he tries to put a bit of weight trying to push it up the wall like north north facing from south to north up the wall but there's no strength in him as he tries to push allow me exam for third Morley, Morley gives it a damn good nudge. Yeah, yeah. With with your uh, strength, you're able to just um, push this desk across the stone floor. Um, and as the dust picks up, you now notice a small uh, little crease in the in the wall on the eastern wall, and it looks to be some kind of secret door, um, which Exathantor uh, grabs and and tries to push open. Um, and it opens up into a, a small room um, beyond. Um, <clears throat> there are more through here if you oh. if you need them. Everyone, <laughs> wait, wait, wait! I'm just gonna. If Casimir looks like he's gonna make a run for, I'm grabbing him. I'm sick of everyone being corrupted. By the dark forces among us. <laughs> Exathantor, Exathantor here is a reminder to all of us the price that you pay for staying in a hellhole like this place. Isn't that right? Yes. You're not wrong, American. You do well to remember it, Casimir. And that goes for you too, Baron. Bill. <laughs> me? <laughs> Why are you saying me? I, I've seen you looking at these amber blocks with lust in your eyes. Something's come over you, Baron. Something bad has come over you. And Bill... I know you've not been the same since you got your hand on one. Now's the time where your inner strength must shine through. Look, I think you just... Remember that pep talk you gave me a little while ago about how I should grow up and, you know, be more ambitious? I've taken it to heart. And I just thought if I can find a good block or, you know, dark one, it's offering something good, maybe it's worth it. that wasn't what I meant. I meant just, you know... Put yourself, your best foot forward in the world. I didn't mean to make a pack with dark forces and turn all evil-like, did I? I wouldn't say, hey, why don't you go and take a, a room in Ravenloft and understudy for Strahd? Is that an option? Can, oh. can, I, uh, can I slap, can I slap Baron Byron <laughs> dramatically? Sure. It's not part of it, man! And I dramatically slap him across the face. Ow! What was that for? <laughs> That'll do it. No, I just thought it might help. It's going crazy. Like the pack? <laughs> Strangely, wow, he still has that character flaw. <sighs> well, I've tried everything and I'm all out of ideas. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I'm done. I, I understand uh, what you're saying. Look, I'm, I'm not evil. 
Okay. I don't know what you think, though. I'm, I'm definitely not going to be getting uh, any pacts and becoming evil, all right? And yes, Exodantor, you have an amazing power to be a lich, and maybe you can tell me how to do that later on. But I don't want to be stuck here. Baron, I could introduce you to the sarcophagus that I obtained these powers from. Horribly. Okay. Well, you can't just give me the tips. <laughs> if only How to do it. it was that simple, Baron. Let's get out of here. Yeah. Exophanther, hey, hey, you've been a great help to us, and we truly appreciate your help, and we're so glad we could help you uh, come to your senses after the, the fog you were shrouded in. There, but there we must take our leave. There is something we need to know from you first. Anything, American. What is your goal now? What do you propose to do now that you've been freed from the fog? I will return to my duty of sharing these amazing gifts with the world. Ooh. Do you want to uh, come with us? I'm like, maybe they aren't so bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these are they're amazing. <laughs> He's, he's, like, he's like a missionary of the dark ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just letting people know the options. Uh, uh, you know, um, do you want to come with us? You could t- tell people on our travels. I fear I am too physically weak to venture far from this place. Uh, we can sort something out. I'll get a, like a chair or something with wheels on it. A oh, wheelchair. <laughs> a wheel, that's a good name for it. <laughs> or my, <laughs> my skeleton okay. could carry you. <laughs> I can't believe this. Am I the only myself and Morley seem to be the only one that agree that making packs with beings called dark ones is bad? Probably in the name. The name. I'm going to see yes. branding. Shuffle up to American. American. I think we might have to. We might have to take some of these these people out of the equation. I don't mean kill them, but uh, <laughs> I mean we, we may have to do everything we can to prevent them from laying their hands on the amber blocks when we see them. Hmm. Yeah, I'm starting to hold my head in my hands and just kind of freak out about the the ominous presence that seems to be enshrouding us all. Um, um, I, do, I do have a question, Exothanto. Shoot, Bill. <laughs> Shoot, I love it. How... <laughs> <laughs> You are you are very up for the lingo for uh, <laughs> it's all, someone of your. It's all come back to me. Lay it on me, my man. <laughs> <laughs> um, how do we how do we break the curse of Strad? Oh, that's a good one. It was sealed with the blood of his brother. How do we break that? We need to do that. If the I'm not really sure what you're asking. The gifts from the Dark Ones are irreversible. So we can't take it away from him and put it back into the into the uh, sarcophagus. Um, he's thinking. He's thinking. Um, the DM's thinking. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, you, you said it was only sealed when he killed his brother, correct? Is there something with, we can do to undo that? With a lot of the dark gifts, there are certain actions one must take before the the gift ta- uh, you know, controls its new owner, the beneficiary. For Strahd, it was the murdering of a loved one. Mm. Let's see. Can I ask a question to the party out of 
out of game. I wonder if um, I've got pretty good deception. I'm wondering if I could tell Exantha that. Sorry, fucking <laughs> <laughs> name wrong. Um, Exantha. Is it Alexander. I, I keep wondering if I should tell Alex if um, it would be appealing to... Not appealing is the wrong word. Sorry, I'll, I'll spit it out. We tell him that we've encountered Strahd and that Strahd has mentioned that he's looking to come after Alex or kill Alex. So kind of paint the idea that Strahd's an enemy of him so he might be more intrinsically motivated to help us. I kind of get the sense that he's like a... He's trapped in his role of just giving out secrets or something. He's now a dark, a dark secret pusher. Yeah. I was going to say, like, maybe the angle would be that Strahd wants all the secrets for himself, like all the dark pacts, because this guy seems to be trying to spread the word. Yeah. And if Strahd's trying to monopolize that, maybe that's an angle? Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm keen to try and convince him of that because I have, mm-hmm. you know, pretty good pretty good stats in that area and i guess if um if he doesn't believe me the i guess the the risk is that he's like no but i think it would be seen as you know we've got the wrong end of the stick not that we're intentionally trying yeah. to pull one over him and there's something i'll go rogue and just be like stride told me in these exact words <laughs> he's coming to fucking kill you said something about ripping your fangs out or something i can't remember <laughs> projecting <laughs> uh should i give that a crack do you think you're getting nods yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Ah, uh, Exanther. Ex- <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? Ex- it's Exathanter. Call Ex-a-than. me Alex. <laughs> Everyone could call him Tor as well. Did you say Bony Alex? Alex. I like Bony Alex. <laughs> oh, that's cute. I said, I said call me Alex. Oh, call me Alex. <laughs> Alex. Alex, I feel like we're on good terms now. You, there's something you should know about Strad and us. We uh, we are sworn enemies, and we have encountered Strad in these lands before. Now, I could be just over-dramatizing here, but from the things he said to us, it sounds like he wants to keep all of the power in this temple for himself and use it to monopolize this land forever. Give me a deception roll, or a per- you choose deception or persuasion. You, you. Oh, it'll be it'll be deception. Cool. Okay, that's a nineteen plus ten. Ooh. That's twenty nine all up. Yeah, that's that's an easy easy deception there. Um, Exathantor nods. Um, that matches what I know of Strad. What oh. do you want me uh, to do mm. with this information, Molly? Well, surely you can see the inherent dangers of a being like Strad, Onan, and Garden. These secrets and this power to wield. No one's safe, Alex. Is there anything you can do to help us take Strahd out? Anything. Destroying Strahd will be no easy feat, Molly. Do you... No, I didn't imagine so. Do you have the strength and the ability to take that on yourselves? Uh, we've been working towards it. Maybe. Slowly, trying to build experience, gather intelligence build our own stockpile of knowledge that we can use to take him out, but we believe that's what we were brought to this land to do. There have been numerous people brought to Barovia for Strahd's plaything. Not one has managed to find this temple and leave here alive. The fact you have returned my memories means I am forever in your debt. If you need me, when you take on Strahd, then I shall be there to assist. Well, we will take you up on that, Alex. 
we will need all the help we can get, and we, we appreciate that so very much. American, I ask one last thing of you. And Exothanta walks over to you again, American, and, and lifts up one of your hands with his skeletal hand. He says, there is still magic binding me, my strength. I am frail. Are you able to once more use your abilities to rid me of the last piece of magic holding me back? Oh, he's been double cursed. I'm a bit dumbstruck by the idea of giving back this dubious character his full abilities. American, but- I, I am afraid in my current state I will be no match for Strahd, but if you can rid me of these chains, I am sure I will be of assistance. Uh, <laughs> I'm thinking like, okay, so he's an ally of the Dark Ones, but he is a foe of Strahd. Okay, well, um, I'm going to look around the room with wide eyes, uh, gauging the reaction of my fellow uh, party members. What do they have in their eyes? Remember, American, your enemy's enemy is your friend. Yes, this is true, Morley. Wise words, wise words. It's actually Sun Tzu, but... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Never heard of him. <laughs> your enemy's enemy is a powerful lich. <laughs> yes, yes. There is also that. Wise words, wise words. <laughs> Um, I, I am pretty sure I can gauge what Baron Byron will be thinking because he's in love with undead people. So he's just like, oh, yeah, how could he possibly be a bad guy, right? Well, I don't know why you would just assume that he <laughs> might be. Might be what? Bad. Just I because know. he's undead. Oh, just because he's been talking about how much he loves the dark ones. <laughs> I don't think he said that, though. He knows he's trapped. He's He's stuck here. Giving secrets, by the sounds of it. Yeah, but he's like, go on, touch the sarcophagus. It's good. You'll love it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's presents. It, They've got presents in them. He's cursed, I think. Like, he must sell them. Eternal, <laughs> he's cursed to be a salesman. Eternal salesman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna gather up um, all of my courage and I'm going to look him directly in the eyes and I, I say, I can grant you your powers back. I believe this. Exithenta, but I will only do so with a warning to you. If you become an agent of evil in this world, my party members and I will be bound by our moral wills to hunt you down and end you forever. Unfortunately, that's true. And I'm going to say this with with coldness in my heart and eyes. Give me a uh, persuasion roll. A persuasion from a minus one? (laughs) Can I? Don't uh, know we, about that. Can you we guys, do, yeah, do it with advantage, since there's obviously. Oh, that's that's a group generous. Of you. Yeah. <laughs> I've rolled a six minus one. Look, it's not, and a three minus one. It's not that you're not coming off threatening, but this lich in front of you is an all-powerful lich, and he nods, and he says, "You're welcome to try." I haven't healed you yet, by the way. (laughs) I would be saying it a little bit differently if I was you. It is my my physical strength that I am lacking. If I meant you harm, I would have used my magic on you already. Oh. He said we're in a war of wills now. 
have to tell me about that magic later and that'd be great. Right. Well, I feel a little cowed by his remark, uh, his standing of his ground so adamantly, and I shrug it off and say, <clears throat> very well, shall I begin the ritual? Is that a rhetorical question? Yes. <laughs> Good question. <laughs> um, I'm a bit scared. I'm going to, uh, well, first of all, actually, I believe I have consumed the diamond dust with the first spell. So I'm going to say, actually, I'm going to need more diamond dust. So do you have any more in the cupboard? He goes to the cupboard. He brings back in a little pouch. <laughs> Places that pouch in your hands. <laughs> well, it's really convenient. You've got these sort of 100 GP stacks of diamond dust just lined up in, in individual pouches. I've been yeah. stockpiling. I was just. Do you mind if I? I mean, no. I mean, after being kind of shut down at my attempt at being ice cold, I feel in no uh, way. I, I don't have any bargaining powder power. But I do, I do want to see what else he's got. Should I try and ask him for, like, see if I can get some more components off him? I think that's a great idea. I mean, we're helping them out. Maybe he could help us out. Maybe I could, like, gesture at Bill. Come over, Bill. Let's not forget and you I have just... taken hundreds of GP worth of crown into your uh, possession as well as multiple bags of oh, that's true that's crown. true we do have a crown next day on the elm crack <laughs> <laughs> don't remind him <laughs> okay just because just because i rolled really badly at persuasion i'm not even going to try and push my luck and try and get components even though i would like them um so with trembling hands i reach out and snatch the pouch of diamond dust and commence the spell my shivering hands betraying my nerves great you you cast the spell in that same sort of uh the slouch that he was standing in it loosens and he stands proudly and this time it doesn't go back into that slouch afterwards he is standing uh much taller now and he a way prouder stance um and he says ah american I feel much better. Thank you. She's just silent and just kind of puts her head in her hands a bit. Um, you've doubled his uh, HP by doing so, just so you know. By, like, <laughs> oh, good. You've, Great. You've returned Don't know his, why he'd need HP. You've <laughs> returned his max HP to, like, the top, just as a little Do bit it again, American. <laughs> it, might, it, might, it might be, you know, we'll see. We'll see how this pans out. But American's rather distraught. I haven't felt this free in centuries. Well, you know, you know, I'm really happy for you, but don't get carried away. Don't go around <laughs> like seeking vengeance, or you'll end up, you'll end up back here with a sore head again. With a with a <laughs> with a little bit of extra vigor to his movements, he he's sort of swoops down his face in front of you, Morley. He says, With me at your side, nothing in this temple shall harm you. Good. Oh, well, that's great. And remember, you're in the temple, so, <laughs> you know. We are scared of you. <laughs> no, no, don't you that. <laughs> you're in the temple. You're saying nothing in the temple is going to harm us. Mm. We're all in the temple together, not being harmed. <laughs> Sounds great to me. <laughs> 
American's mentally on the edge right now. <laughs> Just I doesn't am... know. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. I'm loving it. <laughs> I think you've done an amazing job, American. Look, you've restored his vigor. Um, and he he just sets off into that uh, secret passage on the eastern wall. Um, moves through Dustin cobwebs filling this otherwise empty room. And on the other side of this uh, small rectangular room, he opens up another secret compartment. Um, secrets within secrets. And... And walks into um, a large, large room. Uh, uh, Wally's going to follow in a hurry. Sister ensuite. You look to be walking, or he seems to be taking you into a giant stone library. Uh, it's got 20 foot high walls and a 30 foot high vaulted ceiling. Covering the ceiling is a fresco that depicts angels being set ablaze in hell. Oh. I was like, oh, that's nice. Oh, never mind. (laughs) Never mind. It's hellish evil yet again. A a black marble railing encloses a gold marble staircase that spirals gently down a 30-foot wide, 30-foot deep shaft to the north. Against the grey walls stand six 10-foot tall black marble bookcases. On their shelves are hundreds of well-preserved tomes. Embroidered rugs, chairs, and lit candelabras fill the southern uh, half of this room. Wow. Look at this. Morley would like to scan the spines of the books for anything to do with the history of the the Zarevich family or Ravenloft, since there was that, that statue, not statue, that model of Ravenloft, just anything that looks kind of strad or strad adjacent. Yeah, there's there's um, a lot of the books here have nothing, uh, strangely nothing written on the spines, um, and only the occasional book shows uh, hints of of what might be in this library. Give me an investigation roll. Okay. Um, well, oh, Dewey Decimal roll. That's. Uh, Something plus six <laughs> to equal 15. Nine plus six to equal 15. Uh, okay, okay. Um, there's There are a lot of books that hint to um, just forbidden like lore about uh, the dark arts. This looks to be um, a library just filled with uh, m- dark magic, forbidden spells, um the the unknown hells all the different hells you could imagine uh, there's nothing about so much the history of of Barovia it's not that kind of library it's a it's a library for the dark arts wow no, nothing to see here Bar- Baron just a Is bunch it? of mechanical stuff oh mechanical <laughs> just a bunch of Tractors. recipe books cooking for <laughs> microwaves <laughs> don't bother uh, function twenty seven well I. I I am impressed. Are these your books there, Alex? Uh, they are somewhat mine, thanks to obtaining this temple. A lot of these books were here before my time. Oof. Have you read them all? Or? I have read about 75% of the books. All right. It's <laughs> <Yeah>. um. <laughs> good going, really. Have you, have you got any favourites? Anything you kind of come back to and read? More than once, kind of, maybe annually. It's hard to put down the... uh, the (laughs) Fifty Shades of Black. (laughs) 
It's hard not to go back to the uh, monster compendiums. That's for sure. (laughs) I love this guy. (laughs) I love the idea that he's like genuinely, like he's got interests. (laughs) (laughs) Hobbies. He's not one dimensional guy. Learning about monsters. Hmm. Okay. Uh, What's your favorite monster? You were probably going to say something. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to advance the story in some way. Why are we here, Alex? What can we um, can we learn here? What would you like to learn, Bill? There is plenty here that could be absorbed. Well, mainly worried about breaking Strahd's curse and the curse mm. on this land and getting things back to the way they, they ought to be, you know? Where you, you can spread the dark gifts and Strahd I, doesn't have all of them, that kind of thing. I might have something here for you. In my compendiums, um, and he walks over to the the uh, one of the shelves in the southern eastern wall, and he's flicking through uh, a selection of books, um, and he's sort of muttering to himself, uh, "Werewolves, no, 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 vampires, vampires, here we go," and he oh. pulls he pulls out this tome. Um, and it's uh, and it doesn't seem to have any inscription on the sides. So you're not really sure how he knew that was the one. And he holds it and he just blows all this dust off it and opens it up. And it looks to be completely blank inside. You're looking over his shoulder and it's like completely blank. Um, and he whispers a word and all of the imagery and wording uh, fills this book. Um, and you can see he's flicking through a bunch of uh, different monsters um, uh, uh, detailed descriptions of, of these monsters um, and he turns the page and uh, it's it's a, a section on the god Vampyr and it's uh, detailing um, the creatures that Vampyr, the god that can uh, the evil god, can create and it lists uh, in detail what a vampire is its weaknesses how they can be thwarted they um, points <laughs> yeah. Does it say what their spells are? Does it say or? HP? Strangely enough, no. Or what? Or what um, CR they are? They, no, it doesn't. Does it, no, it's not. <laughs> does it say what a, a, attacks they can do on people? Or? It's 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 not written like the actual monster manual, but yeah. it is um, written in a way that details um, what uh, probably probably the the um, most detailed view of what. A vampire is, and he turns around and he hands this tome to you, Bill. Just places it uh, in your arms. Um, what would you like to know about vampires, Bill? Um, known weaknesses. <laughs> I turn to the section on known weaknesses. Um, there is uh, a, a little bit that goes into um, how they're not able to be. Uh, they're not able to enter a residence without having specific invitation from the from the occupants. I think this is something that you've already um, heard about before. Um, it mentions that the running waters uh, can damage a vampire, not uh, not just like out of a hose or anything, but like the flowing waters <laughs> of a river. Um, not if he's just stuck in the rain on a stormy day because he's had that happen but specifically natural flowing water Um, uh, it mentions that if uh, a piercing weapon 
uh, fashioned from wood was driven into the vampire's heart while the vampire was in its resting place. The vampire will be paralyzed until that stake is removed. Um, and it mentions that they've got uh, a sunlight hypersensitivity that while in direct sunlight, um, they become weaker uh, and and will will take and will start feeling the damage from from sunlight. You, uh, it's got this picture of um, a vampire which looks a lot like Stride, but maybe that's just all vampires. Um, and it is depicting this this uh, vampire with its arms outstretched outstretched to the sky, and it looks like it's calling clouds over to block the sunlight. Mm. This is um, this is interesting information. I kind of share it on the group. This could prove useful. Thank you, Exidenta. Um, any- Bill, Bill, Bill. Does does it say anything about their the objects of their affections? How to drive them away from from that? Um, I keep skimming for the objects of affection. It doesn't. Uh, section <laughs> yeah you're flicking like there's there's quite a this section of this book is quite um quite large it's uh, it's got different stories of different um uh vampires uh and then it's got little sections on their weaknesses uh, on their their fangs and their their claws and their abilities to shape change and all of the stuff but there's nowhere as you're flicking through that you see any sign of any information about uh, their attachment to people or, or things. Uh, is there anything about their... So it talks about Vampire, who is the progenitor. Mm-hmm. Is there anything connecting Kavan um, creatures? There... Uh, let's have a quick look. Um, no, no. There are, there are, there's basically a section in the book, as you're flicking through, near the end of the section on vampires, um, which details that there is um, there people have been known to look up to vampires to the point where they wanted to uh, emulate them. Um, they would try their best to uh, trick a vampire into into turning them, but would never uh, never uh, eventuate in that happening. So they would do what they could to emulate it. And they would uh, simulate you know, hunting at night and drinking blood and living underground away from sunlight. Um, and and this resonates with the imagery and the feelings you got about Kavan when you picked up the blood spear. So while not a vampire himself, likely a fanatic. Uh, interesting. Um, Exathantor uh, watches you as you read this and as you detail some of the stuff to the to the others in the room. And when you get to the end of the vampire section, he closes the book in your hands grabs it and places it back on the shelf. I hope that helped in some way, Bill. Sure did. It sure did. I think we need to um, <laughs> trap Stroud in his coffin and put a stake in his heart. Not that that'll be easy. Mm. Oh. <laughs> hey, Alex, we, we've been in this temple for days now, and one thing we saw was like a stone model of the castle which Strad calls home. Do you know why that's there? That's... That model was here when I arrived, Molly. There was an architect who uh, once lived in this temple who was obsessed with building a, a castle on the highest point of Barovia. Um, what was the architect's name? I can 
think I've got that for you, but maybe I actually no, I don't think I do. It was before it was before Exathanta's time. He doesn't know the name of the original um, thing, but he said there there was once blueprints uh, for for the model that he made, um, and it was understood that he did eventually make his way out into Barovia and with the help of of his many many slaves built a large uh, castle I have yet to train my eyes upon the masterpiece it's pretty big tell me Exathenta could you leave now that you have regained all your powers could you leave this temple at pleasure whim <laughs> no I you misunderstood me Brian Oh. I mean, yes. Do you have the ability to walk out? I believe so, yes. And is that what you wish? As I mentioned, Mirikin, if you need help when it comes time to take on Strahd, I will be there. How can we summon you? Let me think on that and I will... Okay. I'll get back to it, but there will be totally a, a sweet magical way for that to happen. Maybe a little <laughs> flute? <laughs> yeah, I think we could, yes, I, I reckon that could be it. Some sort of <laughs> really out of a, a fiber. Alex, Alex produces a flute. <laughs> <laughs> Can anyone play the flute? Oh, surely Bill would. Oh, yeah. 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 Yes, I can leave these. This building, I believe, I probably could have before if it wasn't for the fact I I didn't remember how to leave my own room. I see. Like a big teenager. Well, <laughs> you know, I know that this can, this will seem like I'm being uh, rude, or you know, I don't want you to freak out. <clears throat> but I noticed you had a really cool-looking magic book uh, with magic spells in it. Do you have like another copy of it, or? <laughs> I could borrow. Uh, Baron, the, the spell book is a lich's most prized possession. You should know that. No, I do. I, that's why I asked if you had a second. Do you know how long it takes to make copies of things in D&D? <laughs> well, I just know that you've been around for a long time, you know. I haven't thought of needing a, a duplicate, I'm sorry. Most people have a backup. It's uh, recommended. <laughs> He's just recovered from dementia, Brian. He's like looking at you clutching like, like five spell books and two staffs. <laughs> no jug. <laughs> no jug, though. No jug. I mean, if you've just recovered from dementia, all the more reason to make a backup just yes. in case. You should have one in each room. Um, Baron, if you want to stay here and learn from me, mm -hmm. you are more than welcome. This library itself will teach you more than you will ever wish to know. No, oh, he doesn't. He's got places to be, people to see, strides to defeat. He's got lots of stuff going on. Don't you, Brian? It is tempting. I mean, well, all of this. Look at it. All this knowledge. Every spell you could imagine. Oh, got a necromancy in here? Or? All the necromancy. All of it. What? We need to get out of here. You know what? Is, is it okay if I come back? Come and visit. Please. I would like that very much. Oh, it's been, well, very, kind of, it's oh, been very lonely. Yeah. Well, that's very kind of you. You know what? <laughs> Necromancy friends. <laughs> yeah. That's a niche yeah. hobby. You know, <laughs> I want to talk to you about this. 
get funny looks. Um, but for now, we've got uh, things to do. I'm, I'm just going to ask Casimir. Casimir, um, I know you came here for a specific purpose, but after everything that we've witnessed, what uh, what's your take on on this this place? Well, that's it's. I, I am forever in awe with the uh, the ability that you lot have of, of changing the very nature of what Barovia has been. To know that this temple is now a means for people to learn. I mean, learn some pretty evil stuff, I guess, but it's now open for people to come in and learn is is a, a, amazing. Um, I don't think Mirakin's too pleased what's on offer here, if, I, if I'm honest. It's like where we take, it's like a movie where we take a beat up old building <laughs> and we're just like doing a fix up <laughs> yeah. Yeah. now the community center is ready for all to come and learn the dark one's secrets we did it look at a Sith Lord University we've opened it up, we've cut the ribbon <laughs> um, yeah Merican's just getting more and more uncomfortable the longer we linger um I'm just going to start muttering, we need to get out of here, we need to get out of here, we need to find what we came for and leave immediately. This place is evil. I can feel it well, in my soul. what you're looking for is right down there. And he gestures, he walks over to the, the banister of this stairwell and just gestures down to the level below. What is it? What is it? Yeah. The... I'm for you, Baron, the ability to become like me, mm-hmm. as well as other gifts from the Dark Ones. No more gifts. We didn't come here for gifts. We came here to learn all we could to defeat Strahd. Is there anything that can bring back uh, Casimir's sister? I believe what Casimir is looking for is right down there as well. What is that one? Bring back sister pact? I will let them show you what... They have on offer. Here's the thing. Could you tell us what the cost is for something like that? Baron, I haven't delved into any of the the dark mm. gifts other than the one that I that took. They, and uh, what was the cost for becoming a lich? Um that is a good question. Very good question. That is a very good Everyone question. Everyone seems to be forgetting about up. the cost. If, if he just says it was like a free deal, no downsides, <laughs> I will be shocked. <laughs> you look free, deal. Free, free deal. Free deal. The downside is looking like this, but other than that, it's amazing. Downside is you become a lich. <laughs> Baron, I don't know how long I have been without memory. I feel that they don't really tell you what the, the punishment for accepting... The gifts are until it's too late, and I have mm. long forgotten my time. The punishment? Well, Did yes. you hear that, Baron? The punishment, he said. Yeah. No, I understand. All These gifts of the dark are... gifts come with some payment. In Do kind. they know what a gift is? <laughs> no, because that's not, that's not really a gift. <laughs> that's uh, an exchange of goods the, the, the dark transaction just doesn't have the same ring <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean they are advertising they are dark ones i mean I just, that's how they work yeah well maybe when i get uh, a little bit older you know i'm still casimir hearing this heads for the stairwell and looks and looks down the 30 foot to the room below 
Um, and Ixothantor uh, says to Casimir, let me go first. We, I promised to protect you in this temple. And Ixothantor slowly, uh, one by one, steps down into the room below. Casimir. Just before you go. Yes. I know you've said there's no price you wouldn't pay. But just think on it. That's all we can ask. Think, is it a price that you are paying? Or is it a price that Barovia is paying? Bill, I have thought about this for years. I think about it every time I go to sleep and hear my sister calling me from the depths of Ravenloft. This is what must happen. Maybe you're right. And I need to... Come clean, Bill, Mirakin, Morley, Baron. I wasn't even sure there would be a means to break the curse here. I knew you would have the strength to help me get this far and obtain the power to bring my sister back. I'm sorry I deceived you, but I am glad that Exothanto is here to prove me wrong. Well, sometimes when we are grief-stricken, hurting beyond words, we say things to further our cause, so I, for one, can understand why you might have left certain things out, Casimir. Yeah. Let's go let's go sell your soul. <laughs> <laughs> As you look down into the room below you, um, you can see six of these uh, rotting wooden crates um, just uh, dotted all along, just sort of in the area beneath uh, the stairwell. Um this staircase, uh, uh, yeah. I've got a bit of a phobia of crates. <clears throat> well, these crates <laughs> do look quite similar to some other crates that you've seen um, in your time in Barovia as well, although they look way older and more rotten. Um, the walls here, just like the rest of the temple, are a brilliant shade of amber, and they're sculpted. Uh, the walls are sculpted to look like tentacles that um, entwine around marble bar-reliefs, there you go, Shannon, of kings, queens, uh, pharaohs, and sultans attended by myriad slaves. Uh, The alcoves to the west, south, and east um, uh, each have a tall, rough block of amber that you recognize immediately. And to the southwest of this room, sorry, southeast of this room, two wide cracks have opened up, um, spilling rubble and shattered pieces of amber onto the floor and the southeast corner of the room. Now, there is, as you uh, each make your way down into this area, the crates um, start shaking, like rocking and shaking. Um, And out almost at once, as you all get to the ground floor, almost at once, each of the crates open and hissing out of these crates are vampire spawn. The ones that look very, very similar to the style that you met at uh, the coffin maker's shop in in Vallaki. Um, And Exothanta holds up one hand and says, Get back! And they they cower in fear from Exothanta. And um, and they just disperse into the corners of this room, into the darkness. Just... And, and up into the walls, away from Exothanta. Um, I told you I would keep you safe. I am a man of my word. Wow, really scared of you. Um, you, you, you now believe what he said. When he, when he said nothing will hurt you in this temple now, with him by your side, he, yeah, he is in 
he is in control now of of the evil and the darkness within this temple. Wow. Oh my god. We just start running the, through this place with gay abandon. Let's go eat that roast dinner. Let's go get that jug. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm impressed, Dexathanta. That's how'd you do that? Um, I've commanded power here for a long time. Before my memory dwindled, I am the dead, no true power, Baron. And true power is what I hold. Mm-hmm. Um, and he looks at Casimir. Casimir, for you. And he gestures over towards the western block of Amber. And Casimir walks over to the block, stands in front of it and looks over um, in, in your direction, uh, American. And he's, he's, it's almost like he's waiting for some kind of... Um, signal from you that it's that it's okay. There's there's a a look on his on his face of uncertainty and maybe a little bit of fear, and he's he's just looking at you, waiting for some kind of signal. Um, American looks very broken down. Um, looks at him in the eyes, and then looks down to the ground, and then up again. She closes her eyes briefly and gives the merest of nods to indicate that he must do as he wishes. And with that, he turns and faces the amber block and he looks down into it and notices that dark wisp within the center of the the block. And he puts his hands out in front of him and takes a big breath and he places his hands on the block and he just freezes. A moment passes and then another moment and slowly he removes his hands from from the amber block and he turns uh, to face all of you and he says, it's done. I, I believe I have the power to bring her back. Um, he's just, sort of, he's hanging his head. After. Sorry, Morley? Morley just thinks for a moment and says under his breath, I hope, I hope it brings you peace. He just lets out this big breath and he <laughs> scratches at his, uh, his shoulder Um and he walks back over to, to you and, and says, I believe I only have one chance to do this. Uh, I was told by Zudun that I only get one shot to bring her back. <clears throat> Don't waste it. What, what is the price that has been exacted from you? Tell us now. He didn't say, but he himself had quite a corpse-like appearance. I, that's all I had to go by. He told me his name. He told me he understood why I was here. It was like looking into the face of death himself. He knew about my sister. And when I accepted, he smiled a mouthful of rotten teeth and disappeared. American's Mm. mouth is quivering and she just rushes from the room, pushes past everyone, back up the stairs and just leaves the room in a hurry. Mm. Baron, for you, uh, I believe the block in front of you there is what you desire and he gestures to the southern wall the block mm. well, i mean i don't know if i do want to be a lich right now not i mean I, it, i'm sure it'd be quite powerful but also i get the sense that power is taken away if you don't really come out with any gained anything gained it's a baron that is the very sarcophagus that gave me the power that I have. I was no lich before I entered this temple. Yeah. No, I got that. But there are other liches in the world. Don't okay. you want to smite 
Everyone who wrongs you, Baron. Well, I mean, I'm not big on smiting. Don't you want the power that comes with being a lich? Well, that's my point. You know, you get the lich power, but what power do they take away? You couldn't even remember anything. You were powerless when we met you. Look at me now, Baron. Yeah. yeah maybe I could become a lich and then American could <laughs> fix me. <laughs> Here's the thing. If I was older and I was going to pass away, maybe that would be my only option, to become a lich, like, in one go. But I was, I was thinking of the long game, you know. I could be figure out how to become a lich by myself. Without while while you're talking with Exothanta, sort of discussing the the pros and cons of lichdom, um, Casimir is is pushing past everyone and heading upstairs um, after after Mirican. Mirican, what are you doing? Where have you moved to upstairs? Um, just pacing back and forth in the library. Not gone too far. Uh, you hear the footsteps of of Casimir um, coming up the stairwell. Um, Mirican, Mirican, are you okay? Uh, she just she's just put her hand head, head in her hands and is just doesn't know just doesn't know she just is silent. Um, any are you seated? Are you you're pacing? You're pacing. Pacing. He's, he stands sort of in the middle of your uh, to the side and of the middle of your back and forth pacing. Um, as you go back and forth, he says, "I'm sorry that I'm sorry that this has happened this way, American. I am, but you understand the need of." of bringing back one from the dead. One that was wrongfully and stupidly taken from this planet. I know, I know that. I know that more than anyone. I, I do not judge you. In fact, I fear that I may rush headlong into that room myself and go through all this again. What, Don't let... What do you mean, Merican? You seem to be the strongest one here, able to with, withstand any any of these gifts on offer. I'm the weakest one among us. I truly am. I tried. I, I made, I've, I've ruined my entire life. I've run away from everything I ever held dear. Just, just gave it all away. Tricked by one such as these dark ones. I fear the gifts more than anything because I know, I know the price you pay when you ask for something that should never be. But I don't blame you, Casimir. In fact, I, I, I hope that you that even if the, the curse is unbearable, I know you've done it from the goodness of your heart and I don't blame you. I fear it more than anything myself. You must hold me back from that room. And uh, Casimir takes your hands in his and he holds your hands um, and he clasps them tight and he says, American, I am, I am trying to right a, a dreaded wrong. I know that it seems strange to take uh, a gift, such an unknown uh, ability and a, who knows the punishment that will be coming to me when I when I do what I need to do. But if it means my life is over, then so be it. It's a life for a life. And I understand that. I thank you for understanding. And maybe we, maybe you will return to this temple. Maybe if I can show you that uh, this can be done without any great sacrifice, maybe you two will be able to come here to right whatever wrong uh, befell you yes yes um, i will i will leave you to your thoughts and um please come down when you're ready and he lets go of your hands uh and he walks oh uh, yeah sorry i'm just i'm gonna grasp his hand tighter okay as he as he means to let go i do 
cling on and I allow him to lead me down to the room again. Okay, great. He he leads you down into the room. Um, and as while you're holding on to his hand, while you, when you grab on tighter, um, he doesn't seem to notice anything. But you notice that like one of his fingernails just slides like slides off one of his <laughs> fingers and just, and just drops to the ground at your feet as he leads you down uh, the stairway. Uh, I'm going to let out a loud gasp of shock. Kasimir, your nail! Um, and he, return, he hopefully, turns... Hopefully it's just a fungal infection that he's been nursing for a while. <laughs> he's, I'm sure it's nothing to do with a dart gift. <laughs> he turns and he, he looks down at the, uh, at the fingernail on the ground and he, he picks it up and he's inspecting it uh, and he, he just looks at you. What do you think it means? I think it... You may be you may be about to pay the sacrifice that you've dreamed of paying. I think you might be right. And he returns to scratching uh, his shoulder as he continues back down the stairs. Um, okay. what's happening? What's happening down in this uh, amber vault with the with the rest of you in Exathanta? How's the conversation with the uh, Exathanta going, Baron? Uh, well, yeah, I think hopefully he's he's really trying to hard sell me on this. Mm. <laughs> He just wants a friend. Yeah. But uh, no, I I am refusing these gifts. I've touched one or two and I'm starting to get the gist that it's not actually a net positive in power. It's more of a monkey's paw mm. scenario. So I don't think it's to my benefit. Um, I'd rather become a lich another way. Exothantor understands. You're not ready. I understand. It says... Uh, it's a big decision. Yeah, um, it's the next stage of life, you know. I, I still got a bit of this, you know, pre-life ready, you know, going, and then yeah, and he, a lot he of post-life. Lo- he looks over to the um, amber sarcophagus over on the eastern wall and, and slowly makes his way over to it. And as he walks, you can hear the scuttling of the vampire spawn trying to move into an opposite direction of the room. Um, he says, "And this one, Morley, you said." You've you've come across this one? Well, well, I've never been down here, but uh, I feel like I was offered a gift of a very similar nature to what we were talking about. Oh, because this block here is the very block that gave Strahd his abilities. This is the oh, block Jesus. of Vampire. Whoa. And well, I'll be staying away from that one. There is an intensity to that rock. And there's a lot of the um, designs on the wall and the tentacles that have been etched into the walls here um, swirl into a dark mass around this uh, specific uh, um, alcove. Molly just stands up straight, having had this bolt of kind of idea that's hit him. We must destroy it. We must banish it. Never again can this curse be placed upon someone. It must be destroyed now. And Morley starts like reaching for his hilt. Could you have two strides? <laughs> well, um, I imagine the, the the other bloke would be called something else. But uh, true, yeah. Vampire would be honored to share the gift with others. Just giving it away. Exactly. <laughs> just call me alex it's fine alex (laughs) alex we must destroy it don't you see we must right now blast it into a million pieces destroy the spirit which resides within i i am happy to help you when it comes to that of strad but to destroy 
the very vessel of a dark one is not something that I wish to entertain this day. What would happen if we just destroyed the amber housing? Um, I'm, I'm not sure, Morley. Have you seen a destroyed sarcophagus? I don't know if they even can be. No one has been bold enough to try. What do you all think? Turning to the rest of the party. Do we just leave this here? Here to corrupt whoever walks upon it? Does, um, does present a risk, doesn't it? That all this could just happen again one day. Even if we are successful. Which seems highly unlikely, by the way. Or <laughs> that we were successful or that it would happen again? That we're successful. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> believe this, man. I, I don't think that we could destroy the power within it isn't no. vampire a god like a force of nature I don't believe the dark ones can be destroyed so easily if the influence will remain no matter what yeah I mean if if we could, I don't know if we can even kill Strahd, and this thing must be more powerful than Strahd. If we let it loose, maybe it would just consume us. Alex, Alex said um, that they feared Strahd. Oh, the yeah. The beings that offer these gifts. He was more edgy than even the <laughs> edge gods. Yes. <laughs> Wasn't he? Ultimate edge lord. His vibe was so bad that even the dark ones couldn't deal with it. His fedora is so black. He's like, whoa, steady on, man. His trench coat, so leather. <laughs> His katana, so sharp. <laughs> <laughs> now, I say, I think we've we've accomplished what Casimir wanted to do when we when we came here. I say, we go back up the stairs, grab the jug, and get out of here. Oh, the fucking jug. I agree oh, with man. Brian, except the jug. We must leave here now before the last remaining scrap of our sanity vanishes. I agree with you, Mirakin. Let's make haste. And, and Brian, I will grab that jug for you, as I guess, you know, I'll use my chat like I used last time. Since you're Thank obsessed you. with I, it. I agree with you. <laughs> um, Bill, uh, is I still agree with Mirakin. Is there anything of interest for Bill down here? I was just going to ask you, Alex. So... Vampires in that one. Is it each of the dark ones are in one and offer a gift? Is that the general vibe? That's right, Bill. Interesting. Um, like the curse of Bill. <laughs> yeah. Do you know? Do you know who runs the the being really cool and awesome curse? Who's that? The, uh, the gift that you received was from the kingmaker himself, Xantris. Zantras the Kingmaker. Oh, that does sound very cool. <laughs> really, it really does. You can't deny it. It's like smoking. We all know it's bad for you, but it does look cool. You can't, you can't say it doesn't. All right. If there is, well, if uh, there is nothing else down here that is taking your interest, then shall we head back upstairs? Hmm. Okay. Let's. I'll okay. be right back. You'll be right back? Okay. She's doing yeah. something. Okay. Um. Fixing some other walking dead. <laughs> now, one of the bunnies managed to turn on the TV and it's really oh. <laughs> impressive. That is impressive. They must smarter. have jumped on the remote. <laughs> what, do they, what do they want to watch? Dark, <laughs> Whatever's on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, like he's watching anime. What a fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> a nerdy bunny. <laughs> Great. 
I'm was <laughs> watching a Marvel movie. <laughs> the only time Adam will ever see one is through <laughs> webcam over Joe's shoulder. Tricked <laughs> by a rap. <laughs> Got him. Um, I mean, you, you all you all head upstairs. Um, uh, Casimir is, is sort of the first to just turn on the spot and head back up the stairs as you all uh, aim to follow up. He's mm-hmm. um, busy picking at uh, a part of his hand. Don't um, pick at it, Casimir. <coughs> Don't pick at it. You'll make it worse. It won't heal. It's leprosy for you, eh? Casimir, where do you need to go next to do, you know, you've got this one shot to do your thing. Uh, where's that going to happen? Um, Baron, I believe my sister's body is in the catacombs of Ravenloft. Mm, we had a bit of a preview of those. That we did. That we did. Mirkin, do you know or remember much of the layout of those catacombs? Yes, I, re- I remember it all perfectly, like Perfect. a photographic memory. Yeah, great. Were there was there any obvious places where bodies may have been kept? And you, yeah. you you do remember that big room that just had square small five by five uh, foot square blocks, or the, that, and they all had the doors on them, although they couldn't be opened in that little miniature you were in. And then there were uh, other parts uh, that looked like they had. Um, sort of the size and shape of, of what might be for lying bodies down onto as well. There were definitely multiple areas where a body could be stored. Yes, I'm, I'm going to um, gently clasp his hand so not as so as not to slop It falls off, it falls off, his whole hand falls off. <laughs> I run screaming, holding his hand. No, it's, um, it's fine. I am going to say, we must get there. We must, we must... Before before you you leave this world, you must be reunited. We must do this. Thank you, American. Uh, is this what's next? Then are we to Ravenloft? Yes. We've got yes. a dinner date with the devil, don't we? Oh, that's cool. <laughs> Can I check uh, Casimir's pulse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, uh, give me a medicine check. Mm, okay, I've got a zero on that. <laughs> Right, good. Thirteen. Yeah, great. Um, you you walk up. Well, do you want to sort of uh, explain how it is that you're checking, Casimir? Sure, Casimir. I uh, just uh, you seem to be suffering a few health issues all of a sudden. He's, I'm just going to still scratching. He's scratching at multiple parts of his. Yeah, his back I know it now. itches, but um, maybe we should get some mittens for you. Maybe a cone. I'm just going to check. He's biting at his stitches again. Damn him. Yeah. I'm going to check your pulse and things like that. Just general checkup. You could cough. Has he got a pulse? Is he? I want to find out if he's dead. Yeah, you check You check his wrist and you're having a real trouble picking up. feels like maybe there's just like the faintest uh, beat every now and then like you're not sure you, you can't really feel much and then you go up uh, to check on his, his neck there's a nape of his neck and you're yeah. looking for any sort of pulse that you can see and you put your hand over where you believe his main veins to be and <laughs> my main vein you know the 
Because <laughs> <laughs> he's only rolled van. a 13. He doesn't know the real name. I'm of not it. checking his main van. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And there is a pulse, but it is so, so few and far between. Like it's maybe once every 13 seconds. Just like a it's really, like a really subtle, and then just a pause right. for like 13 seconds, and then, and then. There's like 16 seconds, like you're counting them down. And they seem to be getting further and further apart. Um, And then you notice uh, just past your fingers, you can see the scratch marks from where he's been sort of scratching over his back. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just dead skin is is lifted up and and is flaking Mm -hmm. away from his his back. I believe that Casimir has made the ultimate deal with the Dark Ones and truly... He may have sacrificed his life for that of his sister. Mm. Yeah, I, I was thinking it's not as bad as I thought. <clears throat> he still has pulse. Truly, <laughs> uh, he has made the ultimate mm, courageous sacrifice. I we must rush right. him to his sister's side so they may be reunited at least one last time. Yes, no, I agree. I was thinking perhaps I could, if he was dead, I could cast gentle repose on him to stop his... Uh, decomposition. Is everything all right, Baron? Uh, well, it's uh, swings <laughs> and roundabouts, really. Um. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> yes, I don't want to alarm you. <laughs> <laughs> don't want to alarm you, but your pulse is slower than normal. Um. <laughs> Fucking understatement. <laughs> I, uh, I feel he's, I feel he's just fine. very fit. I feel fine, but uh, and he holds he holds up his hand in front of you, Baron, and it's yeah. now the fingertips are uh, quite grey. They're, they're yeah. losing they're losing the pink. The, well, he's a dusk elf anyway, so it was always kind of greyish <laughs> look. But grayer, uh, 50, very grey, greyer than his normal grey. It's a real. It's quite grey. It's very grey now. Yeah. Okay, right. Um, a little bit greyer than normal. Well, what if he starts turning pink, and that's how you know he's sick? Oh, oh no! Yeah, that's how you know they're dying. Little <laughs> <a> wet nose. <laughs> uh, yeah, Casimir, you uh, honestly, you're degrading at a rapid pace. So, <clears throat> I next chance I get, which will be after I sleep, mm-hmm. I'm going to do gentle repose on you. We'll see, you know, if that slows down the decay mm. to help you get to your sister before it's too late. Thank you, Baron. Thank you. It's strange. I feel I feel fine. Oh, you look great. <laughs> just <laughs> just a, you know, a little bit of a worry. You do have you filled out um, a will? <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> Quick, kiss me. Your will. <laughs> Such a great doctor. <laughs> Side note: Who are you leaving your spell book to? Just asking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, have you thought about maybe making a donation? <laughs> okay. Um, can we hurry out of this? <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, so what, what's what's the plan? What, what are you guys planning on doing from from? <laughs> From right now, it's obviously leave the temple. What's the just jug and go? Get in the jug and, and hit him on jug. out of here. 
Gotta get that jug. Yeah. Okay. Uh, with a with a. We're going to go on a full tour of the miniature Ravenloft again. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I we've need got time. To go back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got time to kill. <laughs> we haven't checked out the top levels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, great. You you all uh, head out uh, of this library and back into the uh, um, Exothanta's room, um, and and Exothanta says, "I I will make sure you are safe on your." journey out of uh, the temple uh, but please call on me when you need me using that technique I showed you that uh, the DM will figure out <laughs> just in time for when you need me the most yes thank uh, you for your, all your help and and your promise of yes, more help uh, it's the least meeting you again. it's the least I could Sorry, do you go I was just saying it's the least I could do but no please you Molly. No, I, honestly, I was <laughs> I was just saying I look forward to seeing you again. Oh, that's very, that's very nice. There's not many people who say that about an all-powerful <laughs> lich. But it, it, ha- but it has, been, it has been nice, hasn't it, Molly? <laughs> we leave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, he's trying to goad us into a long-winded conversation. <laughs> You seem busy. I'll let you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One last thing, Alex. <laughs> Just uh, yes. Th- thanks for not killing us. It's very upstanding of you. Uh, could you imagine? Uh, <laughs> uh, you're welcome. Yeah. In vivid you, detail. <laughs> Bill, quite easily. I am forever in debt to you and your friends, American. Damn, American. Bringing back the full strength of the undead Exothantor. It's uh, fantastic. And he helps guide you back. Um, he throws, as, he, as you leave his room, he kicks through some of the skulls on the, that are dotted uh, the, the secret compartment. He, uh, and he, he goes out and where that statue is, that obsidian statue, he just throws like a, a sheet over it. He's like... You should be free. <laughs> You've protected us you mightily. You should be fine now. <laughs> He's a thinker. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. The true power of the lich. <laughs> the power of the sheet. I didn't realize the antidote to that was going to be a fucking doctor. Okay, that, that is legitimately the solution to that statue, by the way. <laughs> We didn't even think of that. Just cover it up. Just get, you know, it's good. Um, I like to imagine sitting here for 24 hours, like just sitting in front of it, starving, and you step out of it for a second and just put your jersey on it. Oh, that was a horrible day. Oh, but it is cold in here. died in front of it. Actually, before we go, what is, what, there was a chest on the ceiling. Do you know what that's all about? You do not want that. Does, oh. There's nothing in there. There's literally nothing in there. What is it for? It's a trap. Uh, it does a, it snick your head off? Uh, the floor The floor drops out. Yeah? yeah. Fall down well, into... There's a bunch yeah. of spooky ghosts and stuff below this room. I knew it. Yeah. I knew it. Does the floor snick your head off? No, yeah. this is just where I keep the skulls of the fallen. This is just it's amazing like, they haven't fallen through the floor. Well, it's to hide the floor, that, you know, hide the fact that the floor gives way. Okay. 
And then I have to go and pick them all up again. Yes, that's what I thought you would have to do. You'd have to go all the way around carrying skulls. Okay. It's well, I get something to do to pass the time, you know. He probably yeah. appreciates it. He Keep your fitness that. up. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he, he shows you back to the uh, the, the doorway where Merrick's marble, also the Merrick's vine and the marble have entwined together. And um, Oh, uh, that's actually gone now. Oh, it, Okay, it's, well, it's looking w- well worse for wear then. Um, yes. Well, before before we worry about what's happening with that marble <laughs> platform, then as you as you enter as you near that doorway from the from the darkness uh, from the from the room past uh, in the main foyer area, um, you hear uh, some some soft words being spoken, um, and those with dark vision you can see kneeling in front of um kneeling in front of that large 40 foot statue is a is a a man uh with long dark flowing hair and and pointed ears poking out from from his long hair um and he's he looks to be um praying at this statue and on finishing this prayer he he sits back on his on his knees uh reaches into his um coat and pulls out this uh live toad and in one go he just opens his mouth forces it into his mouth and swallows the toad whole Um, and he again bows down in front of the statue says another few words and stands up to leave. And Casimir, over your shoulder, American, says, It's Rahadine.